0: This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Welcome to an episode of the Storm Center Podcast. I am your host, Drew Everhart. Uh, sorry for missing the past couple of weeks with having interviews and extra things like that. I have been super busy throughout the past couple of weeks, so have not been able to get some interviews scheduled, but brought in an interview this week, having both Lauren Clausen and Debbie Hill, two pitchers who have just thrown back-to-back perfect games uh, for China University softball. A uh, great accomplishment, something that, again, I mentioned it in the interview that, you know, if people look through it diligently, they cannot find any occurrence of it going back to back. So, um, yeah, an incredible, incredible couple of people. Um, so, it's going to be a really good interview. Cannot wait for you guys to listen to it. So, but first, got to go for the weekly rundown, and then we will get you to the interview. So, uh, let's go ahead and hit it. Year the Storm Center. Acrobatics and Tumbling beat East Texas Baptist University 243.075 to 241.880 on Friday. They then lost to Mari, Mary Harden Baylor, excuse me, 268.270 to 245.225 on Saturday in the NCATA Division Three Finals. Women's Lacrosse beat Kalamazoo 20 to 11 on Friday. They then beat Adrian 17 to five on Monday. They will host Alma on Friday, and then travel to St. Mary's on Tuesday. women's track and field finished first in the Indiana D3 Championships on Saturday. They then took part in the Little State Championships on Thursday and Friday. And congrats to Morgan Moslow on earning MIAA outdoor field athlete of the week. Women's tennis lost lost to Calvin 7-2 on Saturday. They then beat Adrian 7-2 on Tuesday. They will host Kalamazoo on Saturday. Softball swept Albion 9-0 and 8-0 on Saturday. They then split against Calvin with a 4-2 loss and a 2-0 win on Wednesday. They will be at Alma on Sunday and then travel to Hope on Thursday. And congrats to new friend of the pod, Debbie Hill, on earning MIAA Pitcher of the Week. Women's golf was at the Adrian Invitational on Thursday. Baseball lost to Alma 7-2 on Friday. Then, then they then lost, excuse me, 10-0 and 8-4 to Alma on Saturday. They then dropped a 10-3 loss against Adrian on Tuesday. They will host Calvin on Friday and then play a doubleheader at Calvin on Saturday. Men's volleyball lost to Mount Union 3-1 in the MCVL tournament on Friday. Men's track and field finished third in the Indiana D3 championships on Saturday. They then also took part in the Little State Championships on Thursday and Friday. Men's golf finished third in the first NCAA automatic qualifier on Saturday. They then finished first in the AC invitation, Eddie invitational on Tuesday. They will be in the second NCAA automatic qualifier on Friday. And then the third on Saturday. Men's lacrosse lost 19 to two to hope on Saturday. They then lost 23 to 15 to Albion on Tuesday. They'll be at Adrian on Wednesday. Men's tennis lost to Calvin 8-1 to on Saturday. They then lost 6-3 to to Kalamazoo. They will be at Wabash on Friday. And then finally, men's bowling has been in the ISC slash ITC nationals all week, and they will continue that into this weekend. All right. We are back. Ben, good to see you back in the studio as always.
1: Good to be back.
0: And uh, we have – I think I'm going to call this the perfect pitching podcast. Uh, we have Lauren Clawson and Debbie Hill – Pictures of two back to back perfect games, which from if people look diligently, they really can't see that ever happening ever. So um, yeah, welcome in, guys. Thanks, Ryan. Thank us. you. Um, so obviously we need to talk about the perfect games. Just like there what? I think going into the last week, there was only two or three in program history. I think it was just one. One? Yeah. Okay, was there was one. only one. And then all of a sudden, now there's three. Lauren, <laughs> Lauren, you threw your first one, right? Yeah. And then Debbie, the next game, a yep. couple of days apart, but still just wild. Uh, what – I don't know really what to ask her. than, like, what was it like?
1: Yeah. What is it like to throw a perfect game? You know, that's something that, like, not very many people in, like, all of humanity could say, right, that they threw a perfect game. So, like, what does it feel like?
2: I mean, looking back, it's kind of a crazy feeling to think that like, I was a second to do it and then Debbie was a third. But like, in the moment, it didn't feel any different than – any other game like I just went out there and threw and then the game ended and they were like yeah you just threw a perfect game and I was like oh wow like (laughs) I didn't even notice
3: (laughs) yeah I mean I didn't I didn't even know I had a perfect game going I knew I had a no-hitter going but I didn't realize it was a perfect game and then everybody ran out and hugged me and I was like what is going on and then they were like you just threw a perfect game
0: I was going to say, did you feel any pressure going into it after Lawrence, or did you just... Not
3: really. I just, I mean, I just went in and
1: threw, and, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's how it's got to be, though. I feel like if you're, like, thinking about, like... If you get inside your own head, like, come down, like, the sixth inning, you're thinking, like, oh, I got a perfect game on the line. Like, you're definitely going to give up, like, a hit or, like, walk somebody or something. Like, you're going to do... And like, but that's like a perfect game is different from a from a no hitter though, because like a no hitter is like specifically like the pitcher, but like a perfect game is like the whole team, yeah. like not one error in the in the like in the outfield or in the infield. Um, so really, like, congrats, like, well, congrats to you guys first up, also congrats to the whole team. That's oh yeah, that's yeah, wild. The defense was yeah, definitely I on think point.
2: The defense ever gets enough credit? It's always yeah. a spotlight on the pitchers, but I I mean Debbie had more strikeouts than I did, but they were putting the ball in play. Like our yeah there's had to make plays on the balls so. i
0: know that on the broadcast we try to give the defense more credit it happens a lot more like when anna pitches because she's not really a strikeout pitcher she's more to get to contact and rely on the defense which we say i would too i would 100% rely on that defense if i had them right
1: yeah
0: i mean yeah top to bottom i don't
1: know that's yeah i guess it is something that we do talk about a lot huh on the on the broadcast is just like at least that's something that you, like we've noticed watching you guys especially because Drew and I watched you guys like the last few years. Uh, I mean it's been like the same people in the in like we've watched Ellie now, Scarlett. Um, it's just like I guess I guess it's just typical at this point. It feels like we're like a broken record every time we do one of your guys' <laughs> games. It's like the same. Like it's like a, I mean we just I feel like we sound like the most stuck up. Like we're so spoiled, you know that, Andrew. Like as softball broadcasters, oh, we're I know. spoiled. But
0: <laughs> it's yeah, always a lot of like, fun. Every now and then, the order will change up. That's about it.
1: Yep, yep.
0: Different pitcher every game, but other than that, it's the same thing over and over, just preaching the gospel pretty much. Yeah, I was
1: gonna say for the um, what was the uh, was it before conference when we hop when we were on the it was a home opener right against Anderson? Yep. Or Ohio Northern.
0: Ohio Northern. 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 Last year
1: was Anderson. Ohio Northern. Like, I came in for that game, and, like, I took some notes on Ohio Northern because I don't know much about them, but it was literally, like, I don't even think I looked at your guys' was, like stats or lineup or roster. It's like, get in there, get the paper. Oh, look, it's the same lineup I'm used to seeing. There's a few new faces, obviously, Debbie, but, I mean, for the most part, it's the same team, but... Lauren, I guess I want to ask you, like, with, like, the pitching stable and stuff now, like, you have a lot of the like, it's you, and Adrian has been pitching, but she's been there, she's been hurt, and Anna, obviously. How does this, like, pitching staff this year, like, compare to last year's, and, like, how's the experience like?
2: Um, Well, we definitely have a lot more depth, which I'm super grateful for. Um, Last year, it was kind of just a rotation between Rosie, Anna, and I, but now that we have Debbie and Alexis as well. Um, we kind of have a rotation going, but every once in a while, Coach Smith will switch up the starters. Um, yeah. I mean, last week's start against Olivet was quite the surprise for me. I didn't really <laughs> see that coming. But, I mean, it's nice that there's more of us because um, we're not pitching back-to-back days or back-to-back games, so we all get a little bit more of a break.
0: But
3: Yeah, and you have other people to rely on too.
0: hmm because yeah, I remember last year before you guys won Super Regionals and you were getting ready to go to Salem. And, like, the talk was, like, around the booth and behind the scenes that, like, man, just hope that the pitching can stay through. Because, I mean, with, like, three true rotation players, like, going into that tournament was – that was a one question mark we had. We knew everything else was solid, but it was just, like, the depth. And, you know, if someone gets in trouble, you only got two left in the bullpen. Um, but you guys handled it very well. What was that like? Was there any pressure – on that, or you just threw?
2: And that, yeah, we, we just threw. I mean, as important as the games were, like we looked at them the same as every other game throughout the season. We knew Rosie was probably going to start and Anna and I would be in the bullpen, and maybe Anna would start, but we all knew what we had to do and kind of, it worked out.
1: I'm starting to notice a theme here, Drew, because this is the same sort of thing that Ellie and uh, Joe were saying about yeah, how, they just like, do them. yeah, like literally, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I think about – I talked about this with them um, like as, like, a football player and, like, think about the amount of, like, preparation that goes into each and every single game, like, how much you study the other team. Like, you have to learn every single tendency and stuff like that. And we were talking to Ellie and stuff. We're like, like, do you guys watch film? They're like, no, like, we just go to batting practice. Like, the coaches (laughs) watch the film. The coaches, like, study them. And then they just tell us what to do. Like, we just just play softball. And it's like – in my head, I was like, that's crazy. But obviously it's working because, like, we have – uh, proof of concept right here, um, but I, that's just, I'm just picking that up here as as we go along, as we interview more, interview more softball players, it's just like, play. we just we just show up and play, like, they just give us a jersey, and we just go out there and,
0: and play. Got the hacky sack going. Yeah, we
1: play oh, some hacky always. sack, we play Every some game. softball.
3: Hacky sack in left field.
1: Have you guys gotten better at hacky sack since the season started? Uh, well, Lauren, you've been here for a while, but... Gosh,
2: I'm horrible at it, so... <laughs> It's a work in progress. I have my days.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I remember, Ben, you mentioned it with the Trine sisters. You were like, imagine being on the other team. You're getting ready to play a game. You see the other team playing hacky sack.
1: No, I'm I'm just thinking like, all right, all right. I'm not going to say any names. Like, imagine you're like a team like the bottom of the conference, right? And you roll up to Trine University in the middle of nowhere, Indiana. Mm -hmm. And you have to play the number five team in the country. And these girls are out here playing hacky sack before the game. I mean, obviously they were like warmed up, but they're just playing hacky sack. Like, are you serious? And yeah. then you get steamrolled by like <laughs> 17, you know? And then it's like, I don't know. I think it's hilarious. And I think it's like, I think it's just like a, it speaks like the culture that you guys have built. And I think it's like, I think it's a really special thing that you guys do. Like, I think it's so cool. Like, it's just like one of those like little traditions that you guys have team only type thing. Um, but I mean the culture, the, the culture with the softball team is probably the craziest I've ever seen. We've talked about it before, but yeah. like, even compared to, like, other, like, successful teams here, like the women's basketball team, like the, I don't know, the softball team. Like, you guys do, like, literally everything together. Like, all the time, constantly, yeah. always. Everything.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's like yeah. when you see one softball player, there's at least five of them with them. Saying, yeah.
0: I've mentioned that, yeah. If I see one of you, I'm seeing you five the, to 15. Yeah, I think
1: about <laughs> the example I was thinking about, like –
0: the depot go to the depot and if there's one there's one softball
1: player in there with like the big parka then there's like (laughs) seven or eight more (laughs)
2: yep it's usually not even planned we kind of just show up and then we sit together that's
1: even crazier yeah i mean snap you get out practice late i know how it is calf is closed depot's the only thing open let's go get a burrito or whatever they'd be serving Now i haven't been to depot in like a year really because I don't, I don't have meal plan anymore. I kind of miss uh, it. I'm not going to lie. That's the craziest thing I've ever said.
0: You miss a deep.
1: A little bit.
2: I can't say that I miss it. Post, <laughs> post-practice burritos, though, are the best.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially, Just like, the, I remember going to, like, doing the after football practice and getting the breakfast burritos freshman year. Yeah, and I was a freshman good. still, so it was like, oh, my gosh. This is amazing. They have burritos, and then now, like as a junior, it's like okay,
0: <laughs> all right, getting kind of old. Yeah, after a year, it gets very old.
1: <laughs> oh, the depot! Shout out the depot. If you ever, if you ever, if you ever uh, in Angola for a game or anything like that, and you want want a burrito, they do take card.
0: Yeah, students may not like you because it holds up the line, but uh, you can do it, I guess.
1: Yeah, if you want, if you want, like a mediocre. Bur- <laughs> <laughs> <Mediocre Chipotle. laughs> if you don't want Moe's and don't want to drive 45 minutes to Chipotle, yeah.
3: Although they are opening up a Chipotle in Auburn.
1: Are they really? Snap. That's
3: what I've heard. And the Texas Roadhouse.
1: Wow. Oh snap.
3: I don't know when, but okay. Won't Long be after, quite 45 minutes then.
1: <laughs> yeah. Can't. We don't have to drive all the way to Fort Wayne now. We only have to drive. 20
0: minutes Yeah.
1: to get somewhere. All right, cool. We'll
0: get Chipotle and then go look at the old cars.
1: I kind of wonder if that's the reason that like trying to so good at sports is because like, there's nothing else to do out here. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah, like I've, point. I've lived in the Midwest, like my whole life. And it's like, <sighs> like Indiana loves basketball, mm-hmm. right? You know why? It's because when you go inside the gym, you don't have to look at all the cornfields surrounding it. Yeah. And you can like, forget about that. You live in the middle of nowhere. Yep, yeah. I think that's what it is. I think we pinpointed it. Someone like someone put me on with some psychologist. I don't know. Someone put me on. <laughs> I have a, uh, this is my senior thesis. It was gonna be on how many softballs you guys hit into Jane and Field, but like a lot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we we want to see how many. I want to do a comparison to see like uh, I want to like like sh- like shot track like every single ball and then like do like a study on it. I don't know what the study is gonna be, but. That's just something Drew and I talk about every day on the every every broadcast at least once.
0: I've only seen one baseball get hit in the sport one though. It, um, I think it was around MIAA tournament time. Someone from Hope absolutely rocked a ball.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh I think it hit your guys' dugout and then went onto the field, which is still Dang. crazy. You got that whole road, you'd still have to hit it over. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I
2: think that's the only one I've seen too.
1: I can't yeah, I was gonna say I can't imagine that happens often. Cause who out here in D three is clobbering like that is ridiculous, bro. Right. But snap, maybe someday someone will hit like a like maybe a golfer will like shank one down into the soccer field, and one of our <laughs> softball players can beat him while he's trying to like chase the ball <laughs> or something.
3: <laughs> or.
0: <laughs> oh man, that was about me when I went on Solar the other day. Pretty much. Um. Anyway, back to <laughs> softball.
1: Yeah, let's get back on track here. <laughs>
0: Debbie, you've been having an incredible freshman year in the circle and also at the plate. Um, you kind of flew in under the radar. We were talking about this on the broadcast yesterday. You know, you talk about the pitching staff. You're talking about, oh, we get Alexis coming in. And then I think also as a freshman class, I've, at least from the talk I was hearing, I was saying, oh, Ellie's sister's coming in. No one else is really being talked about. Did that help you, like, start out flying under the radar and then soar to incredible heights?
3: Um, I mean, not really. I just, like – I mean, I just kind of came in knowing, like, I was going to have to work and, like, I have to earn my spot, obviously, yeah. so. I would
0: say because, like, first of all, the National Player of the, of the Week, how does that happen? I mean, we had Sidney Wagner for basketball earlier this year. But I don't think it's happened that much.
1: I can't think of oh, – the last example before that, I can think of it was probably, like, I don't know, Lamar Carswell.
0: I have no idea. Maybe. I'm, Maybe. I'm not I'm sure. Because, like, when we saw that, we were, like – Whoa! Because I that was like I think there was only one home series done when you had won that. And I think maybe. so. Because like we didn't we we hadn't seen much of you at that point. I don't think.
2: I think it was, uh, was that after it was right after Anderson. I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's it.
3: Okay, so yeah.
0: Yeah, because we we'd only, we'd only covered two games. and you? Yeah. Yeah, and we were like, okay, national player of the week. That's <laughs> cool. So yeah, we were just wondering, just like I. I honestly, like, coming in as a freshman, like, has there been any adjustments you've had to make or is it just you feel natural?
3: Um, I mean, it's definitely a lot different than high school ball, travel ball, all that stuff. But, like, coming in as a freshman, you're kind of like, you have nothing to lose. You just got to work. And, I mean, that's kind of how I looked at it and just came in with – I mean, I don't want to say no pressure because it is, like, stressful trying to – like earn your spot, mm. but I mean, you just come in and have fun, honestly,
0: to say we get spectacular performances from freshmen, like Adrian and your guys and your freshman year you guys were killing it. Adrian had like a flat zero e r a you I don't even think you had one on e r a your freshman year. I don't
1: it was like I don't know I, f- I feel like it was like
0: like a seven four something. we just knew two freshmen through absolute heat, that was about it. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, that was. I don't know. Maybe it's just, it's just Coach D, man. It's just Coach D. I don't. I don't know what that man. I don't know where he finds y'all at. Like, cause, I, it was always surprising to me to know, like, uh, like trying is just like not only are they like really good at softball, but they're like always really good at softball. Like, it's ever since like Coach D's been here, they've been like a solid softball team, and I've always just thought that was like so random. I don't know. Really? I don't know what it is about Coach <laughs> D, man. I don't know. He
3: definitely finds you and
1: he will follow you
3: until you get until he gets an answer. I mean, him and Coach Smith followed me everywhere. And he would always give me crap because I would never talk to them. They would have to come talk to me. And Debbie now it's just a big helpful. joke. Yeah, I guess I was just stubborn.
2: I remember when she finally had her campus visit, Coach D was so excited. Yeah. I was like, the whole team needs to be here. Like, Make sure everyone's really welcoming and nice. And yeah. I actually gave Debbie her tour. Oh, I was yeah. like, that's how I got to know her. Yeah. But he was so
3: persistent in getting her here. <laughs> now she's here. Yep,
0: now I'm here. So you're telling us you big time, Coach D <laughs> every time. <Yeah. laughs> like, yeah. no, he's got to come to me. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, because me and Joe played on the same travel team. Right. And um, she was already committed here. And, like, that's how I found out about Trine was through Joe and Ellie. And then, like, he started talking to me. And, like, we were going back and forth through the whole recruiting process. And, it, you know, he would come up and talk to Joe and Ellie's dad and all this stuff, and I'd, I'd just kind of stand there and talk to my parents, and then I'd <laughs> finally, like, go over there a little bit, but he would be the first one to talk.
1: <laughs> oh, he's just – I well, yeah, I mean, I guess, like, what is that recruiting process like? I mean, obviously, like, persistence, but, like, what, what does that look like? I mean, obviously, I think it would have been a little bit different for both you guys, but, like, what does the recruiting process look like for you guys, like – for your guys' program?
3: Well, especially my class, it was kind of hard with COVID because you get to start talking to coaches uh, September of your junior year, but Mm -hmm. that got all pushed back. Yeah. So, like, a lot of schools stopped looking for 2022s and all that stuff. And, you know, like, it was just harder to get noticed because they were looking at, like, like they were still looking at kids that hadn't committed – That we're still like a year behind. And then our class was kind of, it was overlooked, but it, I mean, it was like a stressful thing to go through, Mm -hmm. I feel like. Yeah. And I mean, figuring, I mean, it's like your future. Yeah. So it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, do I really wanna go here? Do I not? Does this place feel Mm -hmm. like home? You know?
1: Yeah, it's not just like you're picking like the next travel softball team you're playing on, you're picking like your education. I mean, where you live and what you're studying. Right. Well, Lauren, with you, it was COVID, like in the middle of COVID, right?
2: Um, I actually committed pretty early, I'd say. I committed right after my junior year. So mm-hmm. I, I already knew uh, where I was going before my senior year even happened. Um, but Coach Smith was actually the one who found me. Um, he drove to watch me play in Wisconsin Man. Um, I also similar to Debbie kind of ignored, of his um, I was like, what's trying like being from Illinois, I had absolutely no idea what trying was. And I was like, Ooh, do I really want to go to Indiana? I don't know. So I kind of put trying on the back burner a little bit. And then he took the time to drive to Wisconsin and see me play. And I was like, wow, that's like a lot of dedication Like going into mm. that. Um, and then I got into contact with Coach D and ended up coming for a visit, and I fell in love with trying. But I think, yeah, the recruiting process is definitely different for everyone. Mm. Mm. I was fortunate that they were able to see me play, but yeah. for the girls who came across the country, like Giselle and Reese, mm. um, like Coach D never got to see them play in person. He's kind of based off videos and visits yeah. and phone calls. So
1: I think it's just interesting with, like, softball because, like, In some, like, the bigger, like, team sports, you can kind of just, like, blanket recruit, like, an area, like, uh, you know, like, you see that, like, with football and, like, with, like, baseball a little bit. But with, like, with you guys, it's very much more, like, how many freshmen were on, how many freshmen were in your class?
3: Nine.
1: So, like, yeah, like, you have, it's, like, there's nine of you guys, that gives, like, the coaches have, like, the freedom to be able to. Like, kind of pick and choose and then it also I think it's I think it's cool that it allows them to like really build a connection with you guys like way ahead of time like while you're still in high school uh because they are only recruiting nine ten people They're at a not time day, mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: so because I think it was at Hiram last year where they kind of they had like everyone from like Hawaii to California where like there's no way they saw all these players yeah no. yeah Hiram had like a like a nationwide roster which was really surprising Ohio
1: northern had a lot of people from California. I feel like uh, was it ONU? Or maybe I'm thinking of the base. Was it the baseball game that we did that had a bunch of Florida kids?
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's
3: crazy.
1: Yeah. Why,
3: why? Why would you come to Indiana?
1: I don't know. That's what I think about. And like I think about like well, I live in Indiana. Like why did I stay here?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My but, mom always tells me I should have gone south where it's warm.
1: Yeah. Imagine if like I mean at least you guys get to play like your first like opening season stuff like in the warmth. Lucky. While we're up here freezing. Oh, my goodness, because that was over spring break, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so,
1: like, the literally you guys left, nice and day. the very first day of spring break, like, four inches of snow. Wop. <laughs> it's like, yeah. all right,
0: cool. I guess we'll just watch some softball down in the warmth, because <laughs> ain't nothing else going on up here. Yeah, because, like, I think it was the Monday of spring break. That was, like, 75, and we were like, oh, my God. And it yes. was 40 the next yep. day. Yeah, well,
3: it's like-
2: Even the transition from Florida to Virginia, like, yeah, difference was crazy. Especially
3: being by the ocean, it was freezing. It was
2: cold. It was pretty cold. And then you
1: come back here, and it's even colder. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah, yep. home sweet home.
3: No kidding. <laughs> Welcome back.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah, I always, I always feel so bad. All the teams go down to Georgia or Florida for spring break, and then they come back, and you still got like at least another month of hard winter. Yeah.
2: We lucked out last week with the mm-hmm.
0: warm weather. Yeah. yeah. And this so week was
2: it's back yeah. down to normal temperatures.
3: Yeah. Mother Nature teasing us. I know. It's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> yeah, some we're all too familiar with. Especially last year. Last year's season was Dude.
1: Oh Dude. rough. Dude. Oh. Dude. If we have a repeat of last e- of last conference like season, bro. <laughs> that was oh my goodness.
3: That was the
2: tarping fine. and the untarping. The tarping. Yeah. And untarping. I, untarping. If I never had
3: to tarp and untarp a field again, I would be happy, but <laughs> that's not going to happen.
1: I feel like that's got to be, like, of all the things I've heard softball players complain about, it's got to be, like, tarping the field has got to be number one, and it's not even, like...
2: It's
1: and maybe, like, arm pain number two, <laughs> but, like... <laughs> 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 maybe our bonnets.
2: <laughs> when it's dry outside, tarping is so easy. Yeah. yeah. But... Have to do it as it's pouring, mm. and you get the tarp on the field as fast as you can. It is horrible.
3: Or when there's 41 actually made a game out,
2: out of it. <laughs> we started timing ourselves to see how fast yeah. we could tarp and untarp it.
1: So it's like a little competition every at, time we do it. And then you got to like untarp it after it rained. You got to get all the water off the tarp, and oh man, so and much fun.
0: Even in uh, regionals last year, the worst. When part. you were you guys weren't even playing. Yeah, I've, we were. You guys all went at at, like lunch. dinner or something, yeah. and then you had to come back. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we we were in the middle of lunch and we got a phone call from Coach D saying that we need to get to the field as fast as possible. We were all changing in our cars and throwing our boots on.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, that was, man. That was a, <laughs> seeing everyone with the boots.
1: <laughs> I know all the oh my goodness and Emerson with her yellow <laughs> yeah. and, like oh dude that was that was an experience just sitting up in the booth because that was a long. Rain delay. I feel like that one. I think I it went like we, back we, to Zollner. I know we sat there for uh, for a good minute. Yeah. Before anything happened. so much fun. You gotta love the spring.
0: Oh, yeah. It's April. Yeah. The MIWA tournament. I show up for one of the games, and as I'm walking into the press box, I see cars just speeding out of the parking lot, and I'm like, great, they just mm-hmm. they just moved this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then I think the commissioner was like, hey, we just postponed. it. I'm like, great, right. <laughs> thanks.
1: Thanks dog. For the, <laughs> thanks for the heads up man. Man that's just that's like the the beauty of softball, isn't it? The beauty of baseball and softball is like whereas like with soccer you don't know for how long you're going to play. Softball and baseball it's like a guess like we might play that day. Yeah. Or <laughs> at that time or it could be tomorrow.
0: Yeah, and then having it all jam packed into like 2 weeks like last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's pray that doesn't happen again. Still got a couple weeks. It's crazy how quick the the end of the season is coming up. Yeah. Um, Only have, what, one more homestand?
3: Yeah, next Saturday, senior day. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, St. Mary's. Mary's. Um, So, yeah, so you're going to Alma, which we were talking before. You know, Alma, they're starting to trend the right direction. Hope is always a tough one. What is, like, I don't know necessarily there's a game plan going into those, but, like, what's the preparation or what's going to be going on? I mean,
2: the way at least I've been looking at it and a couple of us upperclassmen have talked, like, last year we kind of struggled in the beginning of conference season. We had to win out for mm-hmm. even a chance to win conference, and – I think that's the way I've been looking at it just one game at a time. We know what we're capable of. We've played all of these teams before, so I don't think preparation is necessarily any different from any other game. Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> Ever consistent. That's just the deal. Yeah. I mean, obviously that's why I mean that's it's gotten it's gotten this program to great heights. That that consistency just playing it one game at a time. Um I'm excited to see how the rest of the season plays out. I'm really excited to see you guys in the in the MIAA tournament and, and the postseason. I mean, always an exciting team to watch. Drew and I always, like, I think, I think of all the – have we done – softball has got to be the sport that we've done the most games. Absolutely. It's got to be.
0: Probably by a mile, too. Yeah. like Even if we were to, like, not count doubleheaders as two games, like, just count that as, like, a day, we've still done way more softball yeah. than anything else. Yeah,
1: easily. So this, you guys are a fun team to watch.
3: Thanks. Appreciate it.
0: yeah every like i love basketball and i love doing those games but i've i've told some of the softball players i'm like i i just love doing the softball games they're they're, fun they're so much fun they get done quick honestly which may be part of it and also i mean just the team you guys have fun all the time and it's really fun to watch and it's just yeah i don't know i'm really gonna miss it after this year for sure
1: no. Yeah, you old and fart. No, i was kidding. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Definitely still going to drive up if uh, if we host postseason. Definitely going to drive up and do those games for sure. So, yes, sir.
1: No way. No. He'll be back. He'll be back for that. <laughs> Ain't no look at us on for that. Drew, do they have anybody on for the St. Mary's game? Uh, I think it's Andy and me. Well, snap, I'm to stop by and say what's up to you and Andy in the booth. Absolutely. St. Mary's, that's April 29th, y'all, 1 p.m., be there, or be square, or whatever they say. Yep. <laughs> whatever senior they're. day, too. Mm-hmm. Come out and support the seniors. That one's going to be.
0: It's, it's so weird seeing all these senior days now oh, yeah, I'm actually a senior. I know. It's
2: coming up so quick, too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because, what, it's Anna, Anna, Amanda. Ellie. 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 Yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, is that it?
2: Yeah, well, we have the
0: two transfers as well, Cassie and Carol. Mm -hmm. How have they been, like, just with every transfer general? What's the – yeah, I
1: mean, that's, like – we talked about this a little bit with Ellie and Joe, like, playing them in, like, the national tournament last year. Like, I mean, what's that been like? I guess from you from guys now, like, a a pitching perspective and stuff, like, with Alexis.
2: Yeah.
1: um, Yeah, how's that been? Like, how's the transition been? I mean, it sounds like they slotted in nicely, but –
2: they're great. I mean, they're just like any other newcomers. Like, they haven't been treated any differently. Like, they came mm-hmm. in similar to the freshmen. They had to learn, like, how we do everything. But I personally didn't pitch against them last year. So, like, I didn't really know the three of them mm-hmm. that well. But um, they've been great additions. Alexis is a competitor. She is so fun <laughs> to pitch alongside. Um I know she pushes me and she pushes yeah. the other pitchers as well. But they all compete; they're all hard workers.
1: So. Yeah, those are always nice additions yeah. to have. But yeah, that was just—I mean, we talked about this uh, last time out with like uh, with Ellie and Joe. But it was just interesting. It's something that you don't see very often. I think we see a lot of that. We see a lot of things that we don't see very often with this with this softball program. Like, for example, back-to-back perfect games. <laughs> but like to see three transfers from. I mean, rarely do you see people transfer out of like nationally contending programs, but then to transfer to a team that you played in the postseason uh, is, I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not a bad thing, but it is like, you know, you don't see that often. It's like an interesting sort of thing because it's like, I don't know. It's just – I guess it's just not something I would think to do. If, but it's also just, like – it's an interesting dynamic, I guess.
0: Mainly when I think of, like – especially if three people transferred from the same school yeah. to the same one is that, you know, a, their coach went there. Mm. But that's not the case at all. Mm. And, yeah, I was – because I heard about Alexis, and then I heard we were getting two other transfers. And I'm like, okay, we'll probably get I did not realize they were all from the same place. Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: who knows? So, you know, maybe there's some influence there. And plus, well – there, Alexis is a grad transfer and are two of them grad transfers? Alexis
2: or? is a junior. Okay. And then, uh, Which is
0: crazy.
2: I believe Carol's a like fifth year yeah. junior, grad mm. student and then yeah. Cassie's actually a sixth year. Okay. Because
3: so. yeah. this is her last year. Yeah, this is her mm. last
0: year. Mm. Oh yeah, the two COVID years. Yeah. Yeah. Year. Oh yeah.
1: I still have like four years of eligibility, man. I could be in college for like more than half a decade if I wanted to.
0: <laughs> man. But every person I've asked though, even like other sports like you gonna take your fifth or sixth year and they're like, No. <laughs> I think the one that I've known I think Brent Cox is taking, maybe. That was the rumor.
1: Look, least. it takes a lot of like that is like you have to have a lot of passion for your sport at that point because yeah. like at that point you were doing school to continue playing sports generally speaking like like I know like there's some guys on the football team who will like purposely come back for that extra semester just to play one more season stuff right. like that it's like bro I don't know if I could do all that extra school like I love yeah. ath- well I don't play sports anymore but it's like even thinking to that it's like dude I love athletics but it's like bro at what cost? <laughs> right. Your mental health is important man. Jeez. <laughs> Not out here, student-athletes. Mental health doesn't matter. Student-athletes
0: doesn't matter. The only thing that, <laughs> that matters is that win, baby. <laughs> oh <my. laughs> oh yeah. uh, Ben, do you have anything else?
1: Uh, I think uh, it's been a good conversation. Thank you guys for coming on.
0: Yes, absolutely. Thanks for having Thank us. You. Congrats on the perfect games. Uh, congrats on a heck of a season so far. We know you guys are going to keep it going. So just good luck the rest of the way.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Big thank you to Lauren and Debbie for being on the podcast. That was lots of fun to have them both on. Again, it's very rare that two pitchers throw back-to-back perfect games. So definitely a great opportunity for us at Storm Center to get them on the podcast. And once again, it was a ton of fun. So that will be it for this week. I want to thank you for listening. Just be sure to follow everyone on Twitter at trine broadcast at storm center pod ben is at ben wengard i am at d everhart 00 lauren is at lauren Clawson 09 and debbie hill is at debbie hill 23 so i just want to thank you once again for listening good luck to all thunder teams this week we will talk to you next week peace